Hey, Dan. Hey, Linda. So, we've decided to start a podcast. And what is the podcast? Why are we doing a podcast, Linda? This is crazy. So, back in June of this year, I, June 24th to be specific, uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. And it turned me for, for a loop. I don't know about you, but I was so frustrated, so upset. I felt I needed to do something. There wasn't, it, it wasn't enough for me to go out and march anymore or just donate or I, I felt like I needed to move on and do something bigger. So I agree. I mean, it was rage, like, like a volcanic eruption mm-hmm. of emotion. Can't believe it's disbelief. Well, do you Is remember how you happening? remember? How, do you remember how it started? What were we doing? Uh, having cocktails, as we tend to do <laughs> on many occasions. <laughs> and what I had done to backtrack, what I had done like um, a couple nights before, because I was just so frustrated. In the middle of the night, I just started putting notes on my phone, and one of the notes that really got to me was when my niece actually sent something to me and and said you know what she lives in the UK and she said I can't move back to the US I just can't Mm -hmm. do it with what's happening to women there and it really upset me and so I just started jotting everything down and I knew there was something I needed to do so I went you know we're having cocktails I'm like what do you think and I said I think it's a great idea because I can't stand what's happening and I want to do something about it and we have to do something to help women. Mm-hmm. Our, we have daughters. You have mm-hmm. daughters? We both have daughters. We I both have, have daughters. two daughters. Yes. And imagining them growing up in a world where their rights are secondary to the rights of... I mean, they're already secondary they're to already the rights second. of men. Yes. <laughs> but to even a fetus, you know, has equal, if not greater Mm -hmm. rights than a woman or sometimes I hate to say a girl. Yeah. What, what's happening to our country? It's, it's infuriating. It's you're helpless and you have to do something to affect change. So we're two concerned citizens and we are not experts at law or, I mean, I'm a fan of politics, but I'm not an expert at it. I don't any you know, of it. have the Constitution it, memorized or anything like yeah. that. But we know what's happening is wrong, mm-hmm. and we want to do something about it. So, from that conversation, we decided we wanted to start a podcast. And here's Women's Collective Power. All right, Don. So I think before we dive into, I guess, the nitty gritty of women's collective power, maybe we should talk a little bit about ourselves. So my name is Linda. I'm a mother. I'm a wife, actually a mother of two wonderful daughters. I've been in the wine industry for over 18 years. I've also launched a, uh, blo- a blog called uh, Walking Through Life as Women. I launched that back in 2018. And from that, 
we've, with my partner, we've moved into creating a women's group so that we can help women in person and, uh, you know, dealing with women's issues, women empowerment. And uh, so I think women's collective power, kind of a continuance of that, but more emphasis on uh, maybe women's rights. Yes. Maybe you can talk a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name's Dawn. I'm also in the alcoholic beverage <laughs> industry. So if y'all out there haven't figured it out, <laughs> Dawn and I like to have a drink or two. Only one or two, though. Only one or two. Yeah. So, yeah, we hit it off uh, yeah. right off the bat. And yeah. I met Linda through that blog that she's describing and Linda's partner and I knew each other for a long time through yoga. Mm -hmm. And uh, through that yoga class, I learned about the blog. I've contributed to the blog. So we had that in common, that background in common. So a little bit about myself. I'm also married and have two daughters. They're 11 years apart. So that's fun because one kind of takes care of the other. It's very sweet. <laughs> it is very sweet because Mine are eight years apart, and my oldest has always been like mom number two. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I didn't have to worry. Right. Right? My youngest calls uh, my oldest meme, like from very <laughs> young age, she yeah. called her meme, because that's kind of a half mama <laughs> yeah. or something. I don't know, but yeah. 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 Very sweet. Very sweet. So, And then uh, in my career, I am... In finance so that is my background my background the last 18 20 years has been in the wine industry before that it was like all over the place right yeah <laughs> so I did travel I did contracts I did I was all over the place and, <laughs> and then I discovered uh, the industry and and have been with that for a while so and I guess I love it uh, but anyway we wanted to give you a little bit of a background um, of uh, of us um, and now we want to maybe tell you more about uh, what Women's Collective Power wants to do. So maybe you can talk a little bit more about our mission. We, we hit on our mission a little bit early on, but maybe yeah. a little bit more for you guys so you understand where we're coming from. Do, 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 do. Mission not impossible, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay attention when Don does these things. Yes. <laughs> So not impossible because we want this mission to not be impossible. Right. Although it might right. feel impossible mm -hmm. at the moment because it's going to be a lot of work. But because we want to create a space for individuals who feel lost and hopeless during this historic time in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's a space for all allies, all mm -hmm. genders, mm -hmm. and it's a safe space to gather and have a chat, scream, yeah. brainstorm, cry, laugh. You have to laugh. We have to this. laugh. We have to laugh. It's just a space where we could all come together and support one another and empower one another. And we, we're going to do this, yes, through our podcast. And we're going to reference our email. And just to let you guys know, we're also going to be creating a long, in tandem, creating a website where we can provide information and resources to women out there or other any individual out there who needs help. And it's help as far as your health, 
uh, as far as maybe any uh, legal things that you're dealing with and maybe a group you can go to or someone you can just go talk to, but uh, we want to provide information for you. And we'll, we'll be, as we're coming along on the podcast, we'll be giving you more and more information. Yeah, so hopefully we can have a website built that would be a hub of resources. Yes. Some of the things uh, that come to mind are not just the actual health care needs Mm -hmm. of these women, but mental health care because of the trauma of having to go through this, Mm -hmm. which, you know, what's so maddening about all of this is I, I would say, you know, and this is not a scientific number, but most of women and or girls who need to have an abortion don't want the abortion. You know, Mm -hmm. it's because something happened during the pregnancy or something happened to them when they became pregnant. They did not want to become pregnant, but they were forced to become pregnant. So you're, you're already dealing with all of that mental trauma of something happened to the baby that was very much wanted your dreams your your hopes shattered you know and then you're you're trying to deal with people screaming at you when you're trying to go get health care so yes mental health is is a big part of this uh where you can find shelter maybe information on finding transport to a place where you can have services done legal expertise right so uh, all of the laws and all of the states are so confusing now mm-hmm. and they're changing constantly constantly how do you even know what you're doing is legal or illegal or what kind right. of chances are you taking right. if you do decide to take the chance to try to help yourself and survive and mm-hmm. live through an ectopic pregnancy how do you go about doing this without breaking the law right. or can you even do it without breaking the law <laughs> you know and can you help someone a friend a relative or mm-hmm. a stranger breaking the law you know are you breaking the law you know you don't even know so a lot of questions about legality support groups you know peer groups so we hope to provide all that and more Right. on our website and also like I said we'll be giving more information on our podcast if we as we move along. There's something that came up recently you really wanted to talk about. Yes. So I was just going to so another thing I want to mention yeah. about our podcast is that unlike our friends on the other side of the aisle politically who like to kind of just make shit up. Aliens from outer space are uh, taking over uh, Joe Biden and uh, whatever kind of thing comes out of the QAnon uh, every day. We at Women's Collective Power prefer to rely on facts and figures. And figures. (laughs) So I, I love to read the news and not Fox News, I'm talking about, you know, actual news. And so um, I came across this Axios article on December 14th, 2022, titled, Dobbs' Decision is Devastating U.S. Maternal Health, Biden Administration Says. And I'm just going to read, not the whole thing, but some of the more interesting facts and figures that were cited here. And I will start with women of reproductive age in restrictive states have less access to affordable health plans and less access to maternity health care providers 
these states had a 32% lower ratio of OBGYNs to births and a 59% lower ratio of certified midwives to births. That's, that's insane. So that's yeah, one in three. Right, exactly. Okay, so another thing I'd like to read is that White House domestic policy advisor Susan Rice mentioned that there have been several cases of pregnant people being denied care since the decision, the Dobbs decision, despite being at risk of sepsis or other life-threatening conditions. And then also researchers from the University of Colorado found that a nationwide federal abortion ban could make the maternal death rate increase by 24%. That is, like I said before, is insane. And you would think that anyone that is pro-life would think the same. Would care. Would care and think the same. But, but they, they don't. don't. <laughs> right? No. Yeah, that, that really... Life is not... Um, boggles. I don't understand the thinking. Life doesn't seem to be thought about much after birth. So, I mean, from what I hear in these arguments I hear, life only has to do with before birth. And then as soon as birth happens, you're on your own. Good luck. Good luck feeding that baby. Good luck, you know, getting support. Right. Good luck. Um, Who knows if you were abused and, you know, raped and became pregnant that... What, or a 10-year-old what your environment, having a child. Oh, yeah. Whatever I mean, environment what that, that you're in, in that situation, mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to force that child to have that baby <laughs> and raise it? I don't understand um, what life means. I mean, what is life? I don't know. We can, we can ponder that. We can ponder that. In uh, future episodes. <laughs> right. Future episodes. That's one whole episode times. Yes. I don't know. It's I'm sitting here going, why would anyone allow that to happen? Why well, would anyone allow these percentages to be what they are? Especially someone that's pro-life. I, I think a, a lot of it has been politicized. And it seems like when things are politicized and just in repetition over mm-hmm. and over again, you could get anyone to say anything. And believe anything. You can get people to say, oh, John F. K. Jr. came back to life after his plane crash, and he's going to meet everybody in a bridge in Texas. I mean, and they believe it. And they believe it. Well, didn't they say that? Who said it? (laughs) Who said that? I'm sure we're going to get, like, hate mail or hate something or other, but just from some of the statements we make. But this is how we feel. This is what we think. Facts that we state will be backed up. But anyway, what I was going to say is that, is it the pillow guy? What is his name? I don't remember his name now. The pillow guy? Yeah. Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy. I mean, he was sure. He made the statement that Trump will be back in office, (laughs) like in August. Right? Mm -hmm. Last year. He was going to be back in August. (laughs) He said it, so it was going to happen. Yeah. And a lot of people <laughs> believed it. But anyway, we're not going to try and digress too much <laughs> on, our, on our podcast. We want to be able to um, give you facts as to what's going on out there in the world for women and women's rights and individual rights. And we welcome 
any and all comments and we can give you information as to where you can send your comments or questions or whatever it may be or if you want to vent a little bit we're going to be reading it all what is our email womenscp at gmail.com w-o-m-e-n-s-c-p at gmail.com and that's for women's collective power well we've come to the end of this episode and we want to thank you for joining us but before we leave we would like to thank victor baker for providing the music for our podcast yay we hope that you will join us next time bye all bye